I'm very happy and grateful to the Lord for the opportunity to come to this great meeting and to have the honor and privilege to speak to you. All of this is uplifting to my spirits. Appreciate very much the Hillcrest congregation for hosting this meeting and to my friend and brother Jared Dickinson for allowing me to be part of the program this evening. I want to say thanks, many thanks to the Hillcrest congregation for the support to the work in Mexico. And I know it's not the only congregation here represented that is supporting the war of Mexico. And I want to say thank you for that support. But I want to say thank you for their support for the work in Nashville. And I want to take this opportunity to invite every one of you to visit us in Nashville and experience a bilingual service and see for yourself the gift of speaking in tongues. That will be something that you will enjoy, I'm sure. In Revelations 2 and 10, the Lord Jesus Christ says these words, do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation 10 days. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. At the time of the revelation to the apostle John in the Isle of Patmos, we know that the church of the first century was going to a great persecution and the Lord is encouraged them and motivated them to remain faithful until death. He says, and I will give you the crown of life. In our day and time, these same words are for us as we as Christians are going through a lot of hardship, problems, and difficulties. But we must understand that all of these things are part of the Christian life. Not only us as Christians of the 21 century are suffering because trials and temptations that come in our life, but the first century Christians suffer it as well. In fact, the people of God had suffered all the time because of his faith in God. We read in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 12, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But the word of God tells us that the people of God have been faithful in the face of adversity, persecution, and sinful practices. Noah was faithful in an ungodly world. Lot remained faithful in an ungodly city. Joseph was faithful in Egypt. Daniel was faithful in a hidden court. Stephen was faithful till death. Paul was faithful in spite of all the persecutions. And brethren, we as Christians must be faithful till we die. Brethren, the Christian life is a life of faithfulness and does not end with baptism. That is just the beginning of the Christian life. And in spite of all the trials and tribulations that come to us, the Lord is telling us to be faithful in, until death and I will give you the crown of life. And in keeping with the theme of this meeting, if we want to be a light in God's window, if we want to be a shining light in this world of darkness, we need to be faithful to God and his church. Now, why is Christ asking us to be faithful? Well, because God is faithful. 
Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 9 says, Therefore know that the Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love Him and keep His commandments. So God is faithful. If He says He's going to do something, He's going to accomplish it. He's going to do it. This was true in the Old Testament, but it is true also in the New Testament. Listen to 1 Corinthians 1 and 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And then in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to men. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Here in this scripture, God promises that we will never be tempted more than when we can resist. And we can trust that promise because God is faithful. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 3, But the Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. God will always protect and care for us. We can trust that. Because he does what he promises, and he and we can trust in him. But brethren, as God is faithful, we also need to be faithful. God wants his children to be faithful too. Psalms 31 and verse 23, All of the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. According to this scripture, which is going to be saved? Whom is going to be protected and taken care of? To those who are faithful. Our Lord Jesus Christ said this of faithfulness. In the parable of talents, Matthew 25 and verse 23 says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. In the parable of Judge, Luke 16 and 10, he says, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is, just also, is unjust also in much. And then when he writes to the seven churches in Asia, he says, Be faithful in, until death and I will give you the crown of life. Our Lord Jesus Christ says to be faithful until death. He did not say to be faithful just for one or two months or one or two years, but he says be faithful every day until you die. The Apostle Paul, after establishing several congregations in different places, he went back visiting those same congregations, exhorting them to remain faithful. Acts 14 and 22, it says, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying, we must through many tribulations enter into the kingdom of God. He also wrote to the church in Colossae these words, Colossians 1, 23, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, 
which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. What do you think when you say, stand fast, stand firm, immovable? We can think of a soldier in a battle, and you have to be sure that your feet are steady to fight. And the Bible tells us not to move from the truth, but to stand firm in the faith, to be faithful. Also, the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, his son in the faith, to continue faithful in the doctrine. 1 Timothy 4 and 16, take heed of yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. 2 Timothy 3 and 14, but you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. So brethren, we must continue. We have to remain faithful in the doctrine, in the teaching of the scriptures. With all of these innovations that come uh, hitting us as a church, we must continue faithful in the doctrine. Now, why is it important to God that we remain faithful? 2 Timothy 2, verses 11 through 13 tells us, This is a faithful saying, for if we die with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. What does this mean? We already said that God is faithful, that he's going to do what he says. God has said that he's going to punish sin and he's going to reward those who obey him and who serve him. And God is going to do just that. I think that people oftentimes think this way. Well, God uh, is not going to punish me for this thing. I think that he is not going to take this into account and he's going to save me anyway. But the Bible says that God is faithful and he loves us, but he's not going to let us disobey him because if he does, then he will not be faithful to what he has said. We could not have confidence in what he says if he could not, it could no longer be true if he does not fulfill what he says. Notice what it says in Romans 11 and 22. Therefore, consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fail severity, but toward you, goodness. But it says, if ye continue in his goodness, otherwise you also will be cut off. We can see that God is good. He's very loving because this is what he is. He is love. He is kind, merciful, and forgiving, but at the same time, He is holy and just. Sin separates us from God, and the Bible tells us in many places that God will punish us if we do not obey Him. He wants us to forgive. He wants to forgive us. He wants us to be saved, but if we are not willing to do what He tells us to do, then he will, we will experience the severity of God. How do I show my faithfulness to God? How can I be a light in God's window? Number one, when I grow in the grace and knowledge of God. 
2 Peter 3 and 18, but growing the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and forever. Amen. This is a commandment for us as Christians. If I'm not growing, am I being faithful? If I'm not doing what God says, am I, am I being faithful? We must be the people who read the Bible, who study the Bible, who meditate in the Word of God. We need to be faithful in growing in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Also, I need to live the Christian life. I need to change the way of living, change my behavior. Ephesians 4.22, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. So we must live a Christian life. We must be faithful in Christian living. Also, brethren, we need to be faithful, and we need to show that we uh, are a shining light when we do not forsake the assembly of the church. Hebrews 10:25 says, "Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you say the day approaching." My brethren, you cannot be faithful if you do not attend the church services. How many times do I have to miss services to stop being a faithful Christian? Once, twice, five times? How many times? The Bible says that I must be faithful. I must assemble ourselves with the congregation where I am a member of to worship God. On the first day of the week, I must partake of the bread and the cup I must give her the means. I must worship God. And God wants me to be faithful in that respect. I know that sometimes we get discouraged. I don't think that there are many Christians in the history of the world who have not been discouraged at one time or another. I get discouraged sometimes. I think I have put a lot of work in study with people and they don't want to obey the gospel or they obey the gospel and then they don't attend or they attend for a while and they, they quit. Sometimes I think uh, I get discouraged and say, why am I doing this? But I then go to the Word of God and it says in Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not, do not lose heart. And let's talk about the last point. In Revelation 17 and 14, he says, this will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them. For He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and those who are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful. Who do you think the Lamb is? It is Jesus, because He is the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. We know that the book of Revelation is written in some symbolic language, and here it says that Jesus is at war with someone. And many people try to find the meaning of revelation and who are these people that is mentioned here, and that is fine. But here in this passage, there are some very clear things that we all can understand. And that is that whoever is at war with Jesus, they are going to lose. Jesus is going to win. Can we all understand that? Who are those who are with Jesus? Who are those who are in his army? Who are those who are on his team? It says, those who are called and chosen 
and faithful. The Bible says that we are Christians have been called by the gospel. The Greek word for church is ecclesia, which literally means be called out. So we are the call. The Bible says also that we are a chosen generation. So we are the chosen and we are the Christians, but not because, just because we are Christians, but because we are faithful. If you are on the Lord's team, you are going to win, but you cannot be on the Lord's team unless you are a faithful member of the church. I know, like I said, sometimes we get discouraged by so many things that happen in our lives, illness, economic problems, sin problems, whatever the reason. But I want to encourage every one of you to keep going, to be faithful. If things are not going the way they should be, change them and be faithful to God and we are going to be successful. Remember, brethren, the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. Thank you.